Welcome to Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. I'm Chuck Nichols, Representative Ryan. Welcome to another report to your constituents. And this week, we're going to talk about property tax, an issue you are very familiar with and have been working on for several years now. And this is one of those issues that always there's a little bit more that can be learned. Always there's a little bit of a different way that we can approach things. And we're trying to make sure that we have all the information from all the interested parties. I understand that you are asking for feedback, Frank. What's going on here? What do you want to know? Chuck, that's precisely the reason I want to do this with you, because I think it's so important to get the feedback from constituents. So I'm asking people on the contact section of our website at repfrankryan.com, R-E-P-F-R-A-N-K-R-Y-A-N.com, to send me an email saying, what are your thoughts on the replacement taxes of getting rid of property taxes, number one, or do you think you should be getting, in fact, getting rid of property taxes? You know, Chuck, I've studied this issue upside, one side, down the other, and I've had some really great friends uh, advise me and provide some feedback across the board. Uh, I was very familiar with a whole bunch of issues from the uh, Pennsylvania Property Tax Alliance group, uh, some other groups uh, that are dear friends, uh, Ron Boltz and Jim Rodkey, who provided me insight. I've talked to people at AARP and other groups as well to get insight across the board. They've provided invaluable information. So I'm looking for input from people. Which here's the complexity of the problem. We have an incredibly complicated school funding formula. We do. Different districts are treated different ways. Some school districts get 75 to 80% of the budget from the state. Other school districts get 15 to 20%, depending upon where you live. We have a concept called hold harmless, which basically means those school districts that have lost a lot of population will get the same funding that they got back in the 1970s at a minimum. Well, some of those school districts have lost 50 to 60 percent of their students, and so their percentage of the budget is higher. We have a tremendous amount of problem with the cost associated with funding special education. For those of you that don't know, children with special needs are a particular passion of mine. In 2014, I walked across the United States to raise awareness of the needs of children with disability. And it's just a wonderful community that I, I love to work with. And hopefully when I leave the legislature, I can go back into doing that. But one of the things we found that the Federal IDEA Act, which is supposed to provide funding for up to 40 percent of the needs of the cost of children with special needs has seldom ever gotten beyond 15 to 16 to 17 percent of the funding requirements. So it's being left to fall down to uh, the school districts and the like. We've had issues related to uh, the problems that have occurred with the the losses that happened over years in the 1990s, uh, back again in 2001, 2002, in the stock market that affected the funding and pension plans again in 2008, 2009. Uh, and so we're working diligently to to continue funding that. The state has been providing its share of funding on it, but that's now 34.92 percent. Excuse me, 34.94 percent of payroll costs in this coming fiscal year for the pension costs. And so those are fairly large costs as well that have to be addressed. All of these are what we would call in the accounting profession cost drivers. So we're trying to find ways and getting input from citizens, school board members, uh, teachers. We're trying to get input from parents. Candidly, I'd like to hear from some of the students. What are some of the problems you're hearing about that you think we need to be addressed? So if you go into rep 
frankryan.com. That's the official state website. And send me an email. And, and in that email, just tell me, what are your thoughts? Where are you on this? So that we can get the considerate feedback of so many people to be able to see if we can craft a solution. You know, I made a comment to someone today, and they said, is it possible that our Commonwealth could fail if we fail to address this issue? And what the comment that came back was, he said, I don't know if the Commonwealth will fail, but we will establish pockets of poverty throughout the Commonwealth if we're not careful. And, and permanent if we, poverty if you're not careful. If you, if you, you do this the wrong way, there's, the folks will never be able to get out. That, that's exactly the – in fact, Chuck, that's a brilliant way to say it. It's, it's this permanent poverty that once you create that death spiral – and in my work as a CPA, we call it a death spiral. And a death spiral is when an organization starts to run out of control and you can't stop the failure. And the Independent Fiscal Office, for example, has indicated that we have a significant structural deficit in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, about $2 billion per year. Uh, additionally, we are finding that we're younger people are moving out of the Commonwealth, and we are graying as a state. So older people are moving into the Commonwealth. So when you look at the older folks moving in, there's a significant additional cost of the medical care. We pay part of the Medicare and Medicaid bill that occurs. So as an example, right now, $14 billion of our state budget is to help take care of seniors who, as, as you know, I am one. <laughs> um, as I said to somebody, I'm on the aging committee uh, because I'm a legislator and because I'm a customer. But but what happens, though, is, is that we've got to recognize that we've got a multitude of different concerns. And at the same time, a senior doesn't have the ability to alter their income should the property taxes go up. So we're trying to see if we can craft a way. My first two years in office, I thought someone else was going to move another bill, and the bill never moved, never got a hearing. So then my second two years, I decided to craft my own. I did. I met with a lot of the, the groups, got some feedback. Uh, one part of the bill was found to be objectionable by one group. So I never introduced the bill, so I'm kind of back at ground zero. And so now I'm going out to citizens and saying, tell me what you think. I'm going back to the special interest group saying, tell me what you think. Is there an ability to solve the problem? And one of the things I will tell you so far, every single group I've talked to, every single one said this problem needs to be solved. And so the issue is, are we creative enough to craft a solution? And I believe we are. And, and are we brave enough to go through with it once we once we do craft it? It's one of those things that you, you've been hearing people talk about this and talk about this and talk about this, but no one has had the guts to stand up and, and say, these are the tough solutions that need to be done if you want to actually do it. And we know that you're the guy, Frank. So keep on top of this and make sure that you let us know what goes on. Again, tell us the website if you have feedback. RepFrankRyan.com. R-E-P? F-R-A-N-K-R-Y-A-N.com. Send me an email. I'll be happy to get your input. It would mean a lot to me. The more specific you can be with me, the greater the help it will be to be able to help me craft a solution. This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan.